Yo, 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 yo. Welcome back to another edition of the Great Lakes Sports Podcast. You are listening to your host, Jack and Jared, where we talk about everything Pistons, Lions, and Red Wings. Today, though, we are going to be focusing on the Pistons, where tonight we go into Boston and we look to tie the all-time losing streak at 28 games over any span of time. Jared. And let's just clarify. Under our belt. Let's just clarify that we already broke the single season record. We broke that last right. game. Now we are on to the two season record for the most consecutive losses. Congratulations to Detroit Pistons. But at least Tom Gores came out and spoke. You know, I mean, he had a lot to say. He uh he didn't build the best team. He said, uh, let's not destroy this ship, this good ship while it's sailing. And you know what, Jack? You know what? Don't chant sell the team because he helps out the community. What do you think about yeah, that? Yeah. Um Wow. All we have been doing as a community is asking for some sort of response. Um, didn't even know what we wanted. Just hear something. Here's some sort of news. Some some kind of change has to be coming. Well, Tom Gores invites a a nice private select group of Beat Pistons writers and meets with them over the holiday weekend at midnight and has the balls to say, you know, other than winning, this owner does really good things for this community. Okay, pause. You're trying to tell me you don't think... I dare anyone out there to tell me that Tom Gores does not profit off of being charitable. And by the way, being charitable, the second you start boasting about being charitable, that whole thing goes away. Like, who cares? You gave you gave a poor kid a trumpet. Like, congratulations. Um, I can't... I cannot get over this this comment because besides winning, he does so much for this community. Well, what is your job? Like, can you name one job outside of winning a basketball game that is his job? Like, pretty much as the owner of the Pistons, you are set up to your your job is to make your team the best it can do. And it doesn't take an owner of a basketball team to be charitable. There's plenty of people out there who give plenty of money to this community who don't own the NBA or don't own uh, the Detroit Pistons. I don't think you're uh, I don't think you're getting it, man. Yeah, the team is already broken the single the single season losing streak. And yeah, they're about to break the double losing the double season losing streak and on the verge to be the worst team in NBA history. But I just don't think you're seeing it, Jack. He helps out the community. He's donating, man, the basketballs to the schools, the trumpets to the poor kids. He built a park where in a city where it's cold and has snow eight months out of the year. What are we? I'm sorry. You're right. I mean, I just I just have to agree with him here, you know. You buy a basketball team to be charitable. Not that you're not that you bought the team for three hundred thousand dollars and it's three hundred million, three hundred million. And three hundred million and now it's worth three billion. Yeah. That has nothing to do with being charitable. Dude, I just that comment made me sick. You know what I need, Jack? I you know, we whatever. That was whatever. But besides that, what I took away from that message was Nobody's getting fired. The ship is sailing. He said it. Let the ship sail, it baby. 
And what he I said, mean by that, that we're is doing okay. Gore said the ship that we have a good ship right now and he doesn't want to destroy it. What's the good ship being the worst team in NBA history? You know what I need, Jack? I need not Tom Gore's. I need Arn Tellum and Troy Weber to get on their freaking little phones wherever they're at, wherever they're located in California or maybe their time being while they're here for two weeks out of the year in Michigan. I need them to tell me why they should keep their jobs. Not Tom Gores. We already Tom Gores is an idiot. I'm sorry. He is an idiot. I need someone else to tell me why they should keep their jobs. Because at this point, we have an idiot owner. Fans aren't allowed. Oh, don't chant sell the team. I donate. All right. All right. It, this is ridiculous. That was one. That was one of many crazy things that Tom Gores had to say during this interview. The other one I wanted to address that blew my mind, and it has to do a little bit with what you're saying about the ship's okay, the ship's not sinking. One of his counters was, well, we've created so much flexibility in this team. We have been able to shed so much money off this team. Do you realize, do you realize that had they done nothing and just let contracts expire with these people that they said that they got rid of, the exact situation we're in right now would be that situation. Those contracts were about to expire. So thank you for not re-signing Blake Griffin. Uh, I, I don't. What what the hell flexibility do you have? You don't have any picks. Yeah. You don't have any. You have no. You have a couple first round picks. You have no second round picks. Thank I, you. I am so lost. Thank I'm you more for not giving Tom. Alec Burks a max contract. Okay, thank you. Thank you for not signing Russell Westbrook to a max contract. We have salary space. Okay. What do we do with it? Nothing. Literally nothing. Oh, no, no, no. You know Actually, what we do with it, Jerry? We get Joe Harris. You know what we did with it? Who we don't play. We That's got Joe. We, we got Joe Harris and we signed Bagley and Stewart to almost $30 million in contracts a year. And you know what? It's if we want to even get into Troy Weaver and his we won't we won't even I don't even want to get into it, right? He he gives off Bruce Brown for nothing. He sells Luke Kennard for nothing. He signs Bagley, who would play on no other team for $30 million. He picks, he trades a good shooter in Sadiq Bay, who he doesn't want to pay, for James Wiseman, another player who would have no playing time on any other team. Okay, so what are we doing? I don't know. I I don't know anymore, man. And you know what? From the message too, I didn't get that change was coming. And I I mean, we know change isn't coming in the front office. No one's getting fired. But I don't even think change is coming within the roster this year. No, sadly, it's not. And because you what you what you're gonna find is a lot of these people that they want, they're gonna be free agents next year anyway. For people that are listening to this. Whether you like Troy Weaver or dislike Troy Weaver, please tell me one good thing that he's done. We'll wait. Because I'll tell you what, every single position... Okay, Cade Cunningham, he was a given. Okay, go before that, Killian Hayes over Tyrese Halliburton, over over Tyrese Maxey, over uh, Desmond Bain. 
Come on. All right. Okay, we'll just forget that draft. Whatever. Now we go into the old Cade Cunningham. Okay. Everyone Cade was everyone's number one pick. Let's let's be honest. All right. Next year, we get the fifth slot. All right, we get Jaden Ivey. I love Jaden Ivey. He was a good pick. But any a middle schooler was gonna pick Jaden Ivey. You go on mock draft and you just see the next person in line, and it was Jaden Ivey. All right. Well, yeah. Benedict Matherin is a better fit next to Cade. He's balling out. Shaden Sharp in Portland, better, better, uh, better fit next to Cade too, and he's balling out. It's just, it's ridiculous. It's literally like he goes on the internet and looks who. So, like, don't even tell me he's a good drafter or he's a good scouter because anyone could have drafted the team we have now. And then, literally, that that Killian Hayes draft. We had so we missed. We could have had sent Shangun. Instead, we drafted Isaiah Stewart, and then Sadiq Bay, who we all liked. And you know what, Sadiq Bay is gone for James Wiseman. It's just and guess what? He has a role now. He has much. He has a much more defined role in the NBA now than he did when he was with this team. And it, it's no secret that this team just hasn't been able to develop talent. They can't put. They can't put people in spots where they're going to succeed. It's it's pretty much an endless cycle until until big changes are made. And not I'm not talking about roster moves, guys. This has to be bigger than that. And you know what? All right. If nobody's getting fired, fine. But you're going to keep this team. You're going to develop this losing culture. I know it's like, oh, there's no losing culture, blah, blah, blah. Yes, there is. You see these looks on, you see Kate Cunningham the other day walked off the floor basically crying. And I don't want to say crying because I don't want to do him like that. But take a look about how he looked. Oh, my gosh. It was a battle. He was fighting him back. 100%. So let's also talk about this, Jack. So apparently, Kate Cunningham and Jalen Duran met with the owner and talked to him about the team. Well, the rumor is they talked to him about how they're fucking sick and tired of the double big. Kate Cunningham has never wanted it. You see how good he looks without the double bigs. All right, you go back last game. What did they do? They still ran the double big. I'm sorry, but Isaiah Stewart's a big. We all know that. And you know what? That Brooklyn game, that was the best chance we had. Cade dropped over 40 points again. Now we play Boston tonight, guys. That's an automatic L. Tonight's an automatic 17 L. and a half point spread. Tonight is 100% a 28. Yeah, exactly. And you know what? I heard that Tatum and Brown might be sitting out too. I think no we'll Tatum, Tatum is playing. Brown is out tonight, though. We'll still lose. They, oh, you could easily. have half their team out and we'd still lose. You saw that with the uh, with the Utah Jazz game. It's just getting ridiculous, guys. And it's like, do we trust the GM and everybody to make decisions at this point? Like, who are they going to get that's going to change our projection right now? I have a couple like. NBA 2K GM mode thoughts in my mind and a lot of people aren't going to like it but my thoughts are you trade everyone who isn't named Kate Cunningham you bring in Lori Marketing you bring in Miles Bridges fuck the personal bullshit it's hard to get people in Detroit on good contracts you bring those two in and maybe we start having something we can cook with and maybe Cade will actually start well he is looking like an all-star but maybe he will be more consistent 
And with better players, maybe we'll start winning. Because if he's putting up 40-point games like he's done last two out of four games, and we're still losing, we're never going to win one. Never. I don't think so. And I wanted to ask you this question, Jared. Realistically, I don't want I don't want the never gonna win one, you know, story. When is the next win for the Detroit Pistons? I don't know who we can beat. I don't know who we can beat. You saw you the if, Utah Jazz. If you they had every one of their good starters except for one out. And they murdered us, to say it kindly. That's like a Kelly team. And Cook. It's it, it really it really is, Jared. That was as close to a G League team in the NBA as you're gonna find. And for we we had it. I don't know if we mentioned it in the in the comments or in the video, but to get cooked by Kelly Olenek was poetry in motion. I mean, completely disgusting. But Jared. For real, though, when is the next win? I need an answer. When's the next chance at winning? Yep. Well, we got Boston, 28 losses, ties the all-time two-season record. The Raptors are next. Way too many big wings will get killed. 29 beat the record. Next, we got the Rockets, another young team kind of like us, but they actually have a smart GM. And they put veterans around their young players, and they're they're like what for they're they have a winning record by at least four games right now. Then we play the Utah Jazz again. I highly doubt the Utah Jazz is going to bake us a cake like they did last time and sit all their good players. Then we have the Warriors. Then we have the Nuggets. Then we have the Kings. Then on Wednesday. January 10th, we have the Spurs versus Wembenyana. That is probably our best chance to get a win. We could go, let me just count this up, 28, 29, 30, 31, 32, 33, 34. We could end up losing 34 games in a row before we get a win. And it's likely, too. It's very likely. Listen, I was all for the losing, and I still am. I want that record, not because I want it for our players. It is the opposite of what I want for this team. It's because of what it says against ownership and because of what these fans will do in reaction to a, a big losing streak like that. We need to get this this losing streak in our name. We need to take the title, and then we need to figure out how to win because what are we going to just sit on our hands the rest of the season end up with two wins that we picked up in the first three games of the season a hundred percent let me let me help let me help troy out here you give away Bojan, burks maybe even Duran, and you eat someone's salary cap on the charlotte hornets and you pick up miles bridges all right he's a fucking women abuser piece of shit should be in jail but he's a good player. Fuck the personal B shit. Fuck the personal bullshit. Let's get him on this team. He's from Detroit. Maybe you'll start acting right. And then you gift away Jay Nivey and Asar Thompson and maybe a first and maybe some other stuff. And you go get Lori Marketing. And you because you have to get Kate. We have Cade for a limited time. You don't you don't think he's gonna ask out in Detroit? Fuck yeah, he's gonna ask out, guys. Come on. 
We need to get good players around him, potential all-stars. And you know what? Miles Bridges, Laurie Marketing, Kate Cunningham, you fill the rest of the team with the young guys we have and and good veterans and solid role players, and we have a team. But everyone on this in this front office is too scared to pull any type of trigger. And it seems like there's a lot too many cooks in the kitchen. And, you know, Troy or Tom said, oh, no, there's not too many cooks in the kitchen. Oh, it's only Tom and Troy making decisions. Okay, make a decision because not making a decision is what you've been doing. And it's been not good. Like, it's time to wake up, Calm down, bro. Tom Gores is weeks in it and ahead of us, bro. He already said that. He's weeks ahead of us. He's already got this figured out, bro. Yeah, don't don't forget about that trumpet, man. Don't forget Little about Tim, those Little, basketballs he donates. Little Timmy just wanted a power forward, but instead he's too not a freaking trumpet. But anyway, I think I think that's where we're gonna leave this one, guys. Jared, do you have any th- closing thoughts for the people? My only closing thoughts are do you guys agree with what they're doing right now by doing nothing? Because let me just tell you guys, it is highly, highly likely that nothing happens and that everyone's depressed. The players hate it here. Like, let's not even lie to ourselves. Like you think that they're just having fun getting paid. No, they're not happy with this. They don't just love it here just because they're collecting checks. These guys have been the best of the best their entire lives. They want to make the most money. They want to have the most wins. They're not going to settle for, you know, average people stuff. And, you know, I hate to call everyone average, but it's not like we out there practicing, shooting 3,000 shots a day when we were in fifth grade, doing all those type of things. All these players did that. These players want to win. It's please, like interact with us tell us tell us what you guys think because i was gonna come on here and just go easy and you know thinking about the game tonight and thinking about the team and about what tom gore said it just ticks me right off sell the team man sell the team the chants aren't gonna stop they're louder than they ever were keep it going and you know what too no one like we said before no one should buy tickets to this no one should go to games. I don't even like tuning in, bro, because I don't even like giving them that rating, that view. I honestly don't. But because we podcast and because we're sickos for the Detroit Pistons, we do. So please subscribe too, man. It helps us out, helps us keep going. Yep, you guys definitely subscribe to the channel. Um, we recently just started adding Red Wings content. Check them out. It's Toby and Kyle. Motown Mobin. They're carrying it in the uh, Red Wings category. And if you're listening on any of the podcast platforms, please leave us a five-star review. We really appreciate it. And uh, until next time, take care, guys. Um, Let's go Boston. Yeah, come on.